0: Hey, Shmezess, it's Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. And
1: we've started a podcast. What? A podcast? Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway.
0: 2014 so we're uh getting into radio yeah in, internet radio
1: <laughs> yeah bring in the 90s school one
0: of my favorite movies ever is straight talk dolly ah. parton movie about talk radio yeah they should make it into a musical
1: i think that would be fun i think it would be a really
0: great musical i think it would be a great uh follow-up for dolly to write after uh, nine to five Yeah. I mean, she'll never do it because she actually talks about um, Straight Talk as like the movie that made her quit acting. Whoops. Yeah, because people like really trashed it and stuff.
1: Well, especially if that's true, then I don't think she'll do it another musical, maybe ever, just because 9 to 5 wasn't super well received either.
0: But 9 to 5 was so good. I know. I think she enjoyed working on it. Well, sure. But no one will ever greenlight Straight Talk the musical, so I'll just keep talking about it.
1: Anyway. Well, we decided to start this podcast sort of because we had a lot of fun a couple of years ago doing our smash chats. Yeah. And it just sort of, we would talk about the show for a while and then it would devolve into, yeah, devolve (laughs) into just talking about anything and everything theater, especially what was happening that week, the next week. The
0: current theater events. Yeah. And we like talking about these things. And apparently you people like listening to that. So that's good. Mm -hmm. I hope that's still true. Yay. (laughs) Well, this first episode, we are just going to give you a little background because maybe you're a hardcore lifelong schmazette. Lifelong. I mean that. And uh, maybe you're like, who the fuck are these girls? I have never heard of them.
1: Our lifelong fans are five years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We hit a young Actually, I mean, I do have a five-year-old nephew, so he's a lifelong, life-long fan, fan of Patty and Emily. Lifelong
0: fan. I think yeah. the last time I saw that human, he wouldn't look or talk to me because I was wearing a crazy outfit.
1: Oh, don't you remember? Oh, when we my filmed gosh. That paper yes. video? He was in one of our videos. <laughs> he got really scared. He got scared of me, too, because I didn't <laughs> look like Aunt Patty <laughs> and because he had been in my apartment a couple of times and it had been like rearranged. So there was much. a green screen. And he was he was like, he was I like, don't know what, what is the happening? Fuck is and going I realized on. I should have probably like texted them a picture. Mm. Um, but. Nope. He was a trooper in the end.
0: Never work with dogs or children. Or with pets. No, all pets. Animals. Animals or children. Yeah. It's animals and children. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. No, it worked out. It was fine.
1: Yeah, it was good. Anyway, Patty
0: and Emily mythology.
1: Well, we started a long time ago. We <laughs> met in an improv class at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater.
0: Yeah, Improv 201 mm-hmm. with
1: Joe Wengert. Joe
0: Wenger. Yeah.
1: Hey, improv nerds. <laughs> and then we took 301 with Gavin Spieler. Yeah. Yeah. God,
0: I have, fun. like, no memory of that class whatsoever, except for him being funny. Like, I don't remember learning. I mean, I know I learned things, sure. obviously. Yeah. But I don't, like, re- I don't have any, like, visceral memories of that class. Which one? 301. Ah. Whatever. I took too many classes. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, improv comedy. That's our comedy roots. Yeah, that's why we
1: do all the sketch videos that we like doing. Yep. And it was 2008 or 7. 7 or 8. I think it must have been 7. It was 7 into 8 because right. Gypsy
0: closed in, in January of 2008.
1: Yeah. Um, and I don't remember why. I'm sure extremely organically, but yeah. Gypsy, Patti LaPone came up and... We both were like, "Oh my God, what?"
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Had we both seen it at that point when we started talking about it? I her? don't think
1: I had. Oh, I just loved I mean, Patty. I think I
0: had definitely you, seen yeah. it twice by
1: that point. Probably. I think the first time I saw it was when we went to get rush tickets for you, me, and my parents. Oh yeah,
0: the first time I remember seeing it with your parents. Yeah, we were sitting in the, in the front, front row. row. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my dad was really excited. Oh man, it was it was fun. Yeah hmm I remember coming from the flea market to that class too, hmm. and just I've being like ever. really excited. But we didn't. We hadn't gone together.
0: Maybe that's when it. Came Maybe up. that's when it came up. I don't remember. I don't know that. I I probably did not go to the flea market. Mm. I think I probably knew about it, but I don't, th- I'm trying, the fir- I think the first time I went to Flea was the year it was, got rained out and was in Roseland Ballroom.
1: Ah, that's the, I think the only year I didn't go to Flea huh. since I moved here.
0: Anyway, joined over love of Patti Lepone mm-hmm. in Gypsy because that production was the shit.
1: It was so good. It was
0: so good. No matter how long you live, you'll never see a more de- <laughs> exciting production. What a great pull quote.
1: Emily's reading that off of the Patty Lapone signed poster. Yep, because that's on my wall. And the I think it's such a perfect backdrop. Yep. I mean, it's so fun and recognizable, but then it also, now you guys know that that's, that's actually. The, that's our origin story. That's our origin story. <laughs> that's our meat cute. <laughs> Meet cute Yeah What's that? That's like what it's called in the rom-com When the boy and girl like bump into each other And their uh, files fly all over the place Or like in wedding, The Wedding Planner When um, Jennifer Lopez's heel gets stuck in the grate And Matthew McConaughey saves uh, her She almost gets her.
0: impaled by like a garbage can <laughs> yeah, Not impaled a But dumpster, like run over by a dumpster She almost got murdered Cause by a dumpster Because it's San Francisco
1: and those streets are real steep Dumpsters rolling down them all the time. Sure. Anyway, so that's their meat cute. We also share a love of romantic comedies, I think. That's true. And 90s courtroom dramas. Yeah. Which then we saw fulfilled on stage Mm. in A Time to Kill. I think the
0: 90s were my favorite. That was my favorite decade for um, movies and television. Mm. I mean, like, there's good stuff happening now, but, like, the 90s was really where it was at. Yeah. As far it, as like movies, courtroom, like wrote, think about Straight Talk. Yeah. That's like my favorite and like Double Did Jeopardy. Did that come out in
1: the 90s? or Was yeah. it like early though? It was like, yeah, it was like 92, yeah. I think. It seems like the you like 90s musicals too, like you Parade you like 90, and Sideshow yeah. and yeah. Ragtime. 1997
0: time. was the best year for musicals.
1: Yeah. I like all those shows too.
0: 1997. That's when mm. it was all, all the good things happened in 1997. I
1: recently realized that my current top five, they rotate occasionally, hmm. but has a show from five different decades. Really? Yeah. What is your top five? I forgot. Um, Guys, Guys and Dolls, Dolls which Jeez. is from the 50s. Okay. Uh, she Loves Me from the 60s. <laughs> a Chorus Line from the 70s. Into the Woods from the 80s. And Ragtime from the 90s. Whoa. Isn't that crazy?
0: That is not how mine are distributed it I all. mean, I
1: didn't, obviously, I didn't do that on purpose. Sure, but that's kind of uh, cool. Isn't are that? Yeah.
0: The, like a broad spectrum. Yeah. Wait, mine are um, <laughs> Gypsy, 60s. All right, yeah. Into the Woods, mm-hmm. 80s. That one comes and goes. Yeah. When I saw it in the park, I put it on the list. What did I take off? I took off Annie Get Your Gun, hmm. and I put on... Into the Woods.
1: I had Les Mis in my
0: top five for a while. All right. And then um, Sideshow, 90s. Ragtime, 90s. Mm -hmm. Color Purple. 2000s. 2000s. (laughs) I like
1: the 90s. Yeah. Well, those are good shows. Except for the fashion. Well, it's coming back, so get used to it.
0: (laughs) Whatever. The 90s gave us some good stuff. Yeah. Listen, 90s musicals. Oh, God. All the good musicals happened in the 90s. Truly, I believe that. You
1: don't. You just said one of your favorite musicals is Gypsy.
0: Well, Gypsy is one of my favorite musicals. I mean, and I'm not going to start... I think, like, most of my favorite Mm. musicals are from the
1: 90s. I'm certainly not going to start harping on the golden era of musical theater.
0: Back when people (laughs) made original musicals, it was so much better. Back in my era. When they were... In the 50s.
1: Still based on plays or books. (laughs) Not on
0: movies. What a racket. Mm. What kind of source material is that? Same kind. Know, source material. Same kind. <laughs> well, what else about our Patty and Emily? What was the first... Oh, we did a Kickstarter. That was our first our first sketch video. Oh, yeah.
1: was Say a Little Prayer because there were three shows on Broadway <laughs> that had the song I Say a Little Prayer in it. Three shows. And that, that video still has one of my favorite jokes, I think, that oh, we've ever written, which, which was... Um, you, you loved, loved it. And I Priscilla, knew you were gonna say Queen of the Desert and Promises Promises and you heard it in baby it's you. It's just it's
0: such a <laughs> subtle joke. It's such a subtle, subtle joke that not everyone would pick up on. That yeah. we were like, two shows, you loved it. You loved it, you loved the show, you liked hearing it, made made, well, made, sense, made sense kind of, kind of. <laughs> And then there was baby its poo.
1: And you just heard it. You heard it. You were there. You experienced it. <laughs> God. We all experienced that together. Baby that's shit. <laughs> oh man. Poor Beth Lovell. No, no, no. She works. That's true.
0: I love her. Anyway, so that was our first that was our first sketch comedy video. Yeah.
1: We uh we had to reschedule shooting because of a hurricane. Hurricane Irene. And uh, because of that terrible snowstorm where they didn't prepare, they shut down the subways. So we really could not film. Although where we were, there really wasn't that much damage in New York City for Irene. There were some trees down. No, um, bur- I
0: mean, not like specifically right.
1: where we live. Right. Yeah, we had to reschedule it because we were supposed to shoot that weekend. Yeah. Showbiz. Good thing it all happened. Yeah. Good.
0: It's, it's a good video. It's fun. I had a good time doing that.
1: Me too. It was a lot of nonsense. <laughs> Filming videos. Yeah. a lot of hard work. It really is. Anyway. But we like doing it. That's true. And then we sort of got to on a roll with um, our Newsies videos, which brought us to our street team, street team videos, which led to a, a wealth of material. Mm. Um, and our paper mill videos that we did for them. Paper mill, we mm-hmm. love the paper mill playhouse, and we're not even
0: paid to say that right now.
1: Nope, mm. we're just saying it. We're just saying it because it's true. It's great. They do great productions. They really do. And I resisted going out there because I can be a little lazy, but it's definitely worth the trip.
0: Yeah, the first time I uh, put put out the effort to get mm-hmm. out there, I saw Lane Stretch in the full Monty. And it was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like the show.
1: Did you know Terrence um, McNally wrote that show? No way. Yeah, I because when I was writing about what? it's only a play, I was looking up what other things he had done. What? Um,
0: Listen, I would. I'm fully open to like revisiting the full Monty because this was what like five years ago yeah. or something like that, and I'd be really curious actually to see what my view of the show is currently. Five years ago when I saw it. I really did not enjoy it because I had a lot of problems with like sexism mm. and the politics of it. And I feel I, like if that was true, if five, that was years five years ago, years ago it's I'm, not going to change today. I will probably today. like really fucking hate it now. <laughs> <sighs> probably. Uh, I read, all I really I was such like a vague memory. I remember lane stretch and her performing mm-hmm. and because I also like was sitting in the mezzanine and then an intermission moved down to the front row and then her number was the first thing that happened in the first act and immediately after her number the ushers like two ushers came over and was like you can't fucking sit there <laughs> get out of there the
1: wives had to sit there right yeah, yeah. yeah but
0: hey I got to sit there for the Elaine Stritch's number and that's what counts yeah all right that's
1: why you went there that's why I went there With I went there R.I.P. to see there and
0: I saw I was sitting Fucking front debt. I was like, "Why is nobody sitting in the front row? Bunch of idiots."
1: <laughs> Every time
0: I move at intermission, I just think about um, when Patty LaPone in her memoir talks about like, going on tour after Juilliard and be playing some, you know, like, 10,000-seat theater or something with, like, 100 people in it, and people were, like, sitting in the mezzanine, and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's empty. Like, just fucking move down.
1: I always appreciated that in shows that were undersold where the ushers at some point would just be like... They would wait just to make sure, but then they would be like, everybody up there, you all can move down, because I have anxiety about that. I don't want to be in someone's seat who arrives late and then they're late and then i'm also like "Ah, i'm in the wrong seat you can't uh unless the if the usher doesn't say you can move before
0: the show starts you can't do it right we always wait Mm -hmm. till Mm -hmm. intermission Intermission. so
1: that you can see if anyone has arrived late exactly
0: but at intermission it's fucking free game
1: free yeah Yeah. yes That's we moved up for for *Les Mis* because we were watching sitting in the worst seat, teeny teeny tiny ant musical.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I say at intermission always move up if you can just do it. There's no rules against it.
1: No, you can do it. If nobody's in that seat, nobody's nobody's gonna stop you. Just
0: do it. Just move up. Why not? But you better fucking wait till intermission. Yeah. And if it's a 90 minute show, just suck it up and sit in your seat.
1: Well, yeah. Don't get up in the middle of the show (laughs) and move to a different seat. Because especially if it's a seven o'clock show, chances are people are going to show up at 730 for the seven o'clock show because they thought it was at eight. And then you're like, oh, it's only an hour and a half long. And okay. You missed it. Just call it a night at that point.
0: Just eat it. Just eat the money because you missed it. Mm -hmm. Check your tickets.
1: So we give a lot of advice (laughs) and (laughs) thoughts (laughs) and philosophies. So you'll get a lot of that with the podcast. Uh, We see shows and we do video reviews of shows So you're not going to get a lot of reviews Because we want you to watch those videos Absolutely But we'll talk about shows that we're excited about And maybe things we've seen in the past That the video's out for But um, we'll probably then direct you to the video (laughs) For our
0: full thoughts I promise you podcast listeners To talk about Carolee Carmelo Only 75% of the time Okay I'm going to hold you to that. That is my uh, promise to you, loyal listeners. 75% of what I say will
1: be about Carolee Carmelo. And the other 25 will be about Beth Level. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only topics that I am well-versed on. Mm,
1: that's a lie. I know. But, but they're ones you're very passionate very about.
0: Very well-versed on Carolee Carmelo yes. and her career. Yes. I feel like I could get a... Uh, masters d- I don't even I don't even have a college degree but I could get a I should write a thesis associate's statement. degree An associate's <laughs> a I'm going to go to Phoenix
1: you'll get like a a special um I'm a Carolee certificate. Carmelo historian There you go Yeah I mean it's true though because I can't remember, we were looking at her bio, I think, for Finding Neverland, and you were like, when did she do this role? But it was a concert, mm. and then you double-checked, and you did indeed have a bootleg from it, and you had just forgotten. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, I guess I did know. Okay.
0: Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me, because I forget things. But it's it's like a good thing. Obviously, it's a bad thing, because I forget stuff all the time. But because I know that I forget things, I'm very diligent about like my calendar and having to-do lists, so I don't forget things. But then it gifts me with things, whereas uh, within the last month, somebody... Maybe it was this, where there was like, was it On the 20th Century? She did a concert of On the 20th Century. Uh, Yes, I believe that's true. Yeah, so this situation, it was like, Carolee Carmelo, in her bio, it said she did a concert of On the 20th Century. And I was like, so what? what? And then, and I was shocked, because I was like, how did I not know about this? Like, I'm so excited about this on the 20th Century revival. I love Carolee Carmelo. How is there something that she did that I don't know about? Cause that's unusual. Yeah. And then I went and, and looked it up and was like, it's on like my wants list. It's like on my boot, like wants list. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I did, I did know about it, but it's good that my dumb brain forgot that it existed because that means that I'm not like spending being like, oh, I wish I had. Oh yeah. That's true. So I'm not like dwelling on it. So yeah. thanks, Brain. Thanks for that. That's good. But if anyone has a bootleg of Carolee Carmelo <laughs> in On the 20th Century, it was a concert at um, the LA Reprise, I believe, from about a f- few years ago. If anyone has that, just email me. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. I'll love you forever. <laughs> what else are on my wants list that I can ask? Oh, there you go, the American.
1: That'll be for. like a, a segment on the a show. Segment. Everybody, bootlegs Emily Emily's Faye <laughs> wants. Bootlegs Emily Faye wants. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds like the best podcast.
1: <laughs> it's just you telling people <laughs> what you want. That's what else? Funny.
0: Uh, Christiane Knoll. In no, I got that one. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. Christiane Knoll did Lizzie Borden at oh. the Goodspeed. Oh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Lizzie Borden. Was she Lizzie Borden? Uh When
1: did she do it? It wasn't that long ago. Interesting. It was within the last 10 years. Huh. huh. Yeah. There's so many musicals out there that have such a short life Mm -hmm. that I don't even know about. Mm -hmm. I've heard of that, but.
0: um, Think about all the off Broadway things that we've seen in the last like five years, years, last five years. (laughs) that um that's gonna happen have disappeared
1: yeah lucky guy oh lucky guy which was a revival even what i think so
0: was it really
1: let me double check but i'm pretty sure it was huh that's weird i didn't know that
0: anyway lucky guy i like that show
1: it was a great show triassic park Although that oh. has a lot of the, has been having a lot of regional good. Um, Jurassic Park's the shit. I heard they changed it a lot. Ooh, why? Yeah, I don't know. Cause people do. Let's see, Lucky Guy. I don't know. Maybe not. I guess not. I don't know why I thought that. That's okay. We don't judge you. <sighs> Thank you. I mean, we do. I double checked. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we want to tell everybody? I don't know. Love Cape Alden. We love Kate Baldwin. You'll hear probably a lot about Kate Baldwin. That's true. We do talk about her a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I think every time I talk to Kate Baldwin in person, which is... M- times now yeah I walk away from her and I always feel like I haven't told her enough how awesome she
1: is
0: (laughs) like I always leave and I'm like god I should have told I should have said more about how amazing she is because I never feel like I properly express how awesome she is to her face
1: I think that's probably okay I mean probably (laughs) I would probably get what you're saying She's wonderful. She's really like the nicest lady in the biz. And that voice. I mean. Come on. And the acting. Yeah. She's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Oh, we did some live shows. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we did some live shows. We did We some did two at 54 Below and one at the Lori Beachman.
0: We mm-hmm.
1: had some cool
0: celebrity guests, mm-hmm. which were exciting. And hopefully, that is something that will also be in our future, but we're going to put a hold on it right now um, until it is a financial viability. Yeah. Because right now, it's definitely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're poor. Yep. Real poor. So give us money. Yeah. <laughs> We have a P.O. box. I don't know how. Yeah, we have a P.O. box. We <laughs> don't have like a donate thing on our website or anything, but you can send uh, checks. Don't send cash. You can, Money you're orders. To, you're not supposed to send cash in the mail. True. Although for years, my grandmother sent cash in well, the mail. Well,
1: grandmas always do, but it's usually in... It was inside of a car. Yeah, a card. $8 in $1 bills. That's what she would send you? Yeah, for Hanukkah. Oh, I see. $1 for each day. Yeah, that She's makes sense. Cheapskate. Well, $8. I mean I'm not saying it was good I'm just saying okay now it makes sense why. Well was listen $8.
0: when you're like five And you sure. get eight dollars from your grandmother You're like jackpot eight to whole dollars Yeah. And when you're like 17 And you get eight dollars You're like what am I supposed to do with
1: this <laughs> <laughs> Buy a value meal somewhere Yeah basically Yeah <laughs> Buy candy That's I think I would funny. always buy candy mm. Whatever that makes sense
0: um what else
1: uh we also want to hear from you guys so if you have any questions or thoughts about things you want us to talk about or things you are wondering yeah maybe you're coming to New York City and you don't know what Broadway shows
0: yeah. to see because that's one of my favorite things to do mm-hmm. is talking to a human and figuring out what is the best Broadway show to send yeah. them to that's like a hobby of
1: mine or if you're not in in New York City uh, maybe what tours are coming mm, around. You check know what's equity. Yeah. We don't yeah. We don't get a chance to see all the tours, but we generally know who the casts are and a lot of them have worked on Broadway so you have a feel of of what's good, what's bad. What's good, what's not so good. Check what's equity. What check That's what's the most equity important part. If it's not equity, it's not Broadway. Mm. It's true. The thing that stinks about that whole thing is that it doesn't mean that those non equity actors aren't Working hard working or hard, doing good work—it's that you, the audience, are paying too much, too much money for, for how much a, those actors are being a, paid. Yeah, for how much those actors are being paid. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. They're not getting very much money, but you're still paying the same prices. Right.
0: Yeah. Don't pay like hundred and fifty dollars to see a show that's not equity. That because
1: they're getting like the
0: producers are taking all three
1: hundred dollars a week. Yeah, maybe.
0: Oh my god, that's like less than I make. Actually, that's probably right about there. That's probably. You get the tips
1: though. that's true.
0: Uh, I do not make three hundred dollars a week in my my mm. paycheck. Mm. I'm poor, yeah, I'm on food stamps. <laughs> I just now that I am on with food stamps, I feel like i like I like saying that, yeah, because I think it proves how poor I am. Uh. like for a long time, I've been like, I'm poor. But there was no like proof that like, I was you poor. qualified
1: for food stamps. That's how poor I mean, you that's are. That's how poor I am. I yeah. am
0: qualified for food stamps. So in your face, no one who was ever calling me out on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone was like, Emily's lying. <laughs> She's not poor. <laughs> Um actually that's a question that we get a lot how do we see all these shows mm. that's something you can ask us about there's a lot of great options for low price tickets great options for low price tickets but
0: honestly to to be straight with you we do get a lot of comps now, now. we do yeah but for years have spent lots of money on student
1: tickets Absolutely. and rush, rush tickets, tickets and discounted tickets well, so we know what's up we can help you yeah. f- navigate that. Yeah.
0: We've sat, we've sat in a rush line mm-hmm. many a time mm-hmm. in the cold in the winter.
1: Mm. Man, one of the first shows I ever rushed, I remember, was um, The Wedding Singer, actually. And Laura it Benanti. was so cold out because it was December. I was getting in just before it closed. Uh, it was this December that I moved here. And I got there like... Early, not super early, but I knew it was oh, 6 a.m.? No. Uh, I think maybe even just 8. Oh. But <laughs> there was no one there. Oh, yeah. And I was standing where you're supposed to stand. And then the guy who worked there, I don't think it was the box office guy. I think it was one of the maintenance guys, like, came out and was like, there's probably going to be no line. You should, like, go get a cup of coffee yeah. and, like, come back. Was there no line when you came back? There wasn't a line. I came oh, back. God. like That's my nightmare. N- I mean, I get that. And I sort of was like, what do I want to do? But mm-hmm. I realized at that point it was pretty late. I waited for it. was probably like around nine that this mm-hmm. happened. And no one, no one still had come. There might have been a couple people. But it was very clear that I wasn't going to be in danger of not seeing the show. Maybe if I left. unless a school
0: bus full of children shows up at nine fifty-five, that's what my—that's always what I think is going to no happen.
1: No school trip is going
0: <laughs> to—you don't come know. to the rush line. It could happen. Like, Here we go, kids. I will once I get to a rush line. I will never—I've never left. I mean, like, that, unless I like would talk to the person next to me. I was right. like, I'm going to do you want sure, something? sure, sure. I'm going to go. Like, I, think, I, have no, I would never, I'd be too terrified. I'd be like, what's, yeah. and why risk it?
1: I think that's the only time. And maybe it was because, A, I was like a newbie. Mm. And B, it did just seem like a ridiculous situation where it was so cold and there was no one there. And there was no need for me to be <laughs> outstanding in the cold.
0: See, that is funny because I think the coldest, the coldest rush line <laughs> that I ever I did. I know what it is. Nine to five. Yeah. But it wasn't even rush. It was on the day that the box office mm. opened. The day the box office opened, 9 to 5 was like, if you come to the box office, you can buy oh, two yeah. tickets for $95 anywhere for any preview. So,
1: $95 total or total? Each? Oh, okay. Total.
0: That's good. Right? That's yeah. a good deal. So, I went and I was pro- I got there, I got there uh maybe around 7 a.m. Six thirty, seven a.m. There was a blizzard I happening I remember all of day. this. It was your birthday.
1: Oh. You oh, yeah. March that 2nd. That's right. Because
0: it was Patty's birthday. There was, like, a blizzard happening. I got up. I went. I was, like, 10th in line at, like, 7 in the morning. The Marriott Marquis. We were, like, right smack. We were on, like, the Bank of America's vestibule mm-hmm. side. So, like... There was it was windy and there was
1: what like states? a half a foot of snow because like two years later or whatever they moved, moved it, to, it. The, <laughs> I know. to the
0: no pass yeah through. this was back when the the box office for the marquee was like facing Times Square so there was like no windshield it was brutal mm. I stole I mean I didn't steal I borrowed when I left this, my house in the morning at like five thirty or six or something like that. My, I did not own proper winter boots at the time. Mm. And I, without asking, wore my roommate's snow boots because I'm an asshole. Um, well, did your roommate have to go anywhere that day? I don't remember. I don't remember what happened with that. Mm. I got away with it, I guess. We're still friends. Anyway, I'm an asshole. But I was like, it was so cold. It was snowing. Yeah. And I, found, I got my tickets. Me, I bought tickets for me and my friend Oliver to see... First preview, nine to five, like 10th row orchestra, some shit like that for $95. Good fucking deal. Yeah. um And then I got home. I was living in Greenpoint at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, got home in the middle of a blizzard. And then your birthday party was that evening, mm. like in Long Island City. Mm-hmm. I think it was at the Creek. It was somewhere. Maybe it was just in Manhattan. And I was like... I'm not coming, <laughs> and you were very angry. Mm. And I was like, "There's a blizzard," and I and you were like, "But you went to nine to five this morning." And I was like, "Sorry, no, I, I don't have anything. <laughs> I, have no, right. I have no other excuses besides the fact that it is now like nine p.m. and yeah. there's still a blizzard happening." Mm.
1: I wonder where that was. I know where all my birthdays. Like, if we really sat here and figured you it remember out, I where I remember where all your birthdays they were. were. Um, but we don't have to do that. I think it, you, I think you had an improv show. Maybe it was like I an improv show, and it,
0: also your birthday, and you were like, nobody's gonna fucking show up to I my birthday probably. party show. Everybody needs to fucking come, and I was like, nobody's gonna come. There's know. a blizzard happening. What a
1: dummy I was. Um, I think it. I remember a MacGuffin show that was during a blizzard. MacGuffin? MacGuffin was an improv group that I was in. You're welcome, listeners. Sorry, guys. Might, it might have been that one. Anyway, this is uh, none of this matters. But um, I, re- I remember that though. The funny thing is, as mad as I was and as crazy as I can be about my birthday, I do not remember that part of it. I awesome. remember you I'm going. So glad to, I reminded tonight, you. That's nah, fine. <laughs> I've like mellowed a lot about that part of birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> I still love my birthday, but especially after living in New York for so long, mm, I understand people, people not to coming show. to yeah. things. Like a thousand percent, That's I understand a symptom that. Symptom of New York. Yeah. I don't, uh, you know, I, sometimes I don't go to people's birthdays, and now I feel less guilty about it. Yeah.
0: All right. Well,
1: ask us shit. Yeah, send us um, suggestions, questions you have. This is a little taste of what you're going to get, um, and we're really excited to do this every week. Yay. We love Schmaisettes and yeah. Broadway. love yeah. Broadway a lot. Obviously. Well,
0: this has been a Patty and Emily podcast. Listen. And you can find us all over the internet Mm -hmm. on the YouTube, Patty and Emily Mm -hmm. and on Twitter, Patty N the letter N Emily, because Patty and Emily was taken jerks.
1: If you search Patty and Emily though, we come up. Yeah. And uh, on the Facebook Mm -hmm. Patty and Emily and our website is www.pattyandemily.com. Awesome. So find
0: us all over the internet and in the iTunes. Bye-bye. Bye.